0: This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 260, baby. Oh yeah, yes, I do have a bit of a cold, but the episode today, luckily I recorded about two months ago because I knew... A stressful period was coming in my life because I have now moved back to the UK. So the podcasts should go back to normal now. But I don't want to complain about my cold or the stressful period in my life because obviously I am a very lucky person because many, many people in the world at the moment are living a much, much worse situation than me and I would imagine than most of us and speaking of which remember the R&R family ebook and podcast is now available okay it is a book of R&R stories the exact stories you hear on the podcast funny stories shocking stories inspiring stories there's Everything you can read the book, then read all the vocabulary and grammar at the end of every story. There are twenty-five of these R and R stories, and you can also listen to it on your phone as a podcast. There is a secret podcast feed. When you buy the book, you will have access to it with the transcript on your phone. It is bloody. Amazing. okay, And it only costs 10 euros. And not only that, the 10 euros you pay will go directly to families in Ukraine that are having a very difficult time, to say the least. So please, if you haven't already, stop the podcast now and click the link in the notes to this podcast episode on your phone and buy the book to do your bit to help. And remember, it's not even just donating money as you also get a bloody brilliant English learning resource. Okay, but anyway, speaking of English learning, on to today's episode where I speak to Charlie again from the British English podcast. He's becoming a bit of a regular, isn't he? And we speak about the country Chile. Okay, because Charlie lived there in the past, and I must admit, I quite like these country episodes. We've done Spain, Poland, I think Russia, Argentina, England. If you would like me to do your country, please send me a message on social media and let me know something about your country. One more thing I get this information off the internet, okay, so it might not. be true so take everything you hear with a pinch of salt a lovely expression there but like always we just have a general topic and then very often we actually go off the topic but let me know on social media what you think of the episode I will post it like usual on a Monday but that's enough of me speaking now let's go to the conversation I will talk to you all again at the end happy listening So, hello, Charlie, and welcome back again to Rock and Roll English. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, a pleasure, as always. Absolutely. I think you you have actually been on more than some of the normal guests now, which is absolutely crazy. And you might even start getting mentioned in some of these reviews, because I don't know if you know this, but normally... At the beginning of an episode of Rock and Roll English, we always have a look at a review. Okay, I normally don't read reviews with other guests because I kind of feel a bit uncomfortable. But I think this is a sign of our friendship now developing, Charlie, that I now feel comfortable
0: reading a review with you. I mean, have you heard anything so beautiful in your life? I have not. No, I've heard of people, you know, suggesting for me to be somebody's godfather but uh, this is another level. I've. Ever, I, I'm not a godfather actually yet. Hopefully, one I was day.
1: about to say that. That's that is quite. Um, well, that would have been, yeah, some, something to be very proud of. No one's actually asked me. A, a few of my friends have had kids, and I kind of have been <laughs> overlooked. I haven't. I haven't mentioned it. Um, but if anyone's listening, consider me. Okay, I've even I've even <laughs> got actual father experience now, so I should be able to do step right into the godfather role i'm ready okay yeah exactly Mm. um so my normal question to people is do you think we have a review because this is part of the show but i'll be honest there are times where we don't have a review but obviously the fact that i'm doing this indicates that we do have one um i don't know if you're aware of this charlie as a fellow podcaster finding apple um, or iTunes reviews is an absolute bloody nightmare.
0: It is, isn't it? Yeah, very tricky. It is an
1: absolute nightmare. And I've recently come across um, quite a few, actually, that I didn't know existed. In fact, this one's from the 23rd of August, 2019. Okay. Um, it's five stars, obviously. Beauty. It says, start with a review. Happy face. And it's from Barris. Gans Galma, OK. As always, uh, apologies for the pronunciation. And it says, Hello, Martin. I've been listening to your podcast since last year when I was in Cardiff for my foundation year at university. Now I'm at Trinity College in Dublin. I was extremely bored in Cardiff like every normal person. Ha <laughs> ha. OK. Hopefully no one from Cardiff is listening. But anyway, um I remember that many times I drank Strongboat and Brewdog while listening to you before going out as a pre-drink in my rainy room in Cardiff. You are my real virtual friend, Smiley Face. And I am sure you also drink a beer when you record. Love from Istanbul and Dublin, Barris. Oh, thank you very much for that, Barris. Um some interesting questions there. Charlie, do you ever drink whilst um
0: Recording a podcast. Wow, I love that review. There's a, there's a lot to to talk about. Uh, so <laughs> we could do a podcast on the review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. So uh, also very nice. You know, I, I felt like you were very confident with those five stars. Uh,
1: yeah, well, normally people do leave five. Although I did find someone that left a three star. But I mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago that everything was positive in the review. It's like great podcast, love it, really funny. Three stars like that stop being stingy with the stars <laughs>
0: stop being stingy with the stars <laughs> it's great it's quote. not
1: costing you money to add extra stars so just put the extra stars on there uh, absolute nightmare but yeah. never mind
0: they might not be um received well in uber because uh uber another one that needs five stars otherwise uh you get in trouble exactly
1: exactly yeah
0: um but yeah the drinking thing though interesting have you ever done that charlie yeah so i'm in australia at the moment and the time is around 8 p.m and very often for people that i'm speaking to in europe it's their morning shift and my evening shift and so i often make uh make yeah an evening out of it and i i go and get myself uh, my favorite pale ale or indian pale ale okay right okay beautiful lovely term there as well to
1: make an evening of it um yeah i try and stay away from it i like to be focused and also i do these things in the morning for example it's 10 o'clock in the morning so yeah not really the time for a pale ale
0: or a litre of strongbow
1: (laughs) yeah mm, i'll have to think about that one a litre as well of strongbow before 10 a.m in the morning yeah um also another problem with that especially if you're drinking a litre is you need to go to the toilet and there's nothing worse than recording a podcast and needing to go to the toilet it's an absolute nightmare um so yeah i stay away but yeah thanks again for that review barris um so on to today's pod um so charlie on, on one of the times you were on the podcast you told us that you lived in chile is that right
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I let that slip, didn't I? Yeah. I lived in Chile in 2014.
1: Right. Okay. Um and recently someone um joined the R&R family from Chile, so I thought, you know, let's talk about Chile and just for anyone from Chile, as always these things are just things I've got from a website. I've done my 5 minutes research. <laughs> if anything is not true, please take it up with the website okay as i always say don't shoot the messenger okay um and so like always even when i done the one about england there are lots of random facts here um so number one this is very strange it says here um chile loves ufos so if people don't know what they are it's unidentified flying objects kind of Aliens. It says that um, it's one of the only places that has an officially funded and recognized UFO research center. And many Chileans love to watch the skies, posting home videos of suspected UFOs and
0: alien activity. Now, is this something you were doing when you were there, Charlie? Wow. I wasn't actually looking at the UFOs or looking out (laughs) for any UFOs. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. But when I did travel up the coast from Santiago, I did do a night of uh, stargazing with like mm. a group leader. And it was because we were in the Atacama Desert. And, you know, it was an amazing stargazing opportunity. One of the best I've ever seen in, in the world. Wow. I mean, that that is actually pretty interesting.
1: Um, my, all that was going through my mind, though, when you were telling me that story was um, when I was at school, actually. And... Like I think obviously because of my age, when I had to call people, I was probably about 12 at the time. And I called my friend on the house phone and said, hi, can I speak to Mark, please? And I remember his mum said, no, he's outside playing with his telescope at the moment. And I still take the piss out of him now about that. And that's like... (laughs) Yeah, the idea in school of someone playing with a telescope, it was just, like, oh, you
0: wanker. What have you got a telescope for? (laughs) um... um, I'm going to admit I didn't use it, but I did get gifted one one Christmas when I was a little boy. I didn't feel (laughs) sure. I didn't. Sure. You didn't use it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You're in your back garden with your telescope all the time. (laughs) I take it to every country that I've lived in. (laughs) <laughs> um, and actually connected to the UFOs, um,
1: again, obviously I know absolutely nothing about UFOs, but I remember watching a, a program, very educational, uh, on TV once, and it was by uh, Danny Dyer, which, um, in case the listeners um, are not familiar with him, he's a bit of an idiot, basically. Uh, a Kind of we call Jack the Lad, um, you know, loves drinking, football, and they were talking to him about UFOs. And I remember him going like, yeah, fucking hell. It's fucking mental, all this shit. He goes, normally, I just see something about UFOs in the paper and then just turn the page and look at a pair of tits. (laughs) And I just remember thinking, what newspapers are you reading then, Danny, where you just turn the page and as you say, look at a pair of tits? He goes, but now it's all serious, this shit. So now I'm actually going to read it and not look at the tits. Okay, Danny.
0: (laughs) Well, that paper, I assume, would be The Sun, page three, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I would assume so. Are there any other newspapers like The Mirror or anything like that? I'm, I'm not so familiar with newspapers in Britain. But, th- in fact, let's talk about this. That is crazy, isn't it, that there is a newspaper. I, I believe even now, I haven't bought a copy of The Sun in a long time, but page three of a national newspaper is just a
0: woman like topless where i mean that that is ridiculous that that still exists isn't it it is i have a feeling oh no i'm (laughs) i should go away from this website yeah okay i think it's still a thing yeah that is crazy isn't it but it's kind of like a lad's mag isn't it it
1: is but yeah the, the fact that 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 exists i just cannot believe that exists in this day and age to have on the like i think as well it's the most popular newspaper in britain isn't it well it certainly was i don't know and page three is just basically a naked woman
0: yeah that is absolutely crazy it makes me uh surprised and almost not believe that it's one of the most popular but yeah it definitely is yeah let's write in
1: yeah we we should uh, we should uh yeah make a stand against the sun newspaper but i think that's actually probably been done Already. But um, anyway, so going back to our um, topic of conversation, which is Chile, um, is apparently it's very famous as well for poetry. OK, um, because it's had a couple of people that have won the Nobel Prize, Gabriela Mistral, Pablo red uh, Apologies for that. Um, I mean, did you know this, Charlie?
0: I knew that it was very popular for poetry. Yes, there's a... You're yeah. so
1: cultured, aren't you?
0: you? I mean, what what are your thoughts on poetry? Uh, I have no idea how to respond to that question. <laughs> Absolutely none. I mean, my thoughts on poetry is it's a load of shit, basically. Um, oh, wow. Bold. Okay. I mean, you're, you're like my friend who who said art's shit isn't it there's no point in art i was like fucking hell wow okay art in general because we were about to go to an art gallery and he was like oh you
1: are (laughs) such a culture vulture
0: (laughs) to be fair to be fair i fall asleep in them but um yeah i still occasionally will go
1: Mm. um
0: well this is this is kind of what i my thoughts are I, i very much i
1: very much agree with your friend um it's a it's a load of shit what art big i mean well i mean it's a bit of an exaggeration but i have the feeling that some people maybe like you charlie go okay yeah, i'm going to an art gallery and think you're so and think they're so sophisticated but really they hate it they fall asleep they're just doing it so they can say to people what's that where was i last night oh oh sorry i was at the the art the art exhibition wasn't i yeah it's fantastic it was
0: um i never go on my own and I'm right. dragged there. Like my auntie, okay. she's obsessed with painting and she came to Sydney mm. and we had to go to the contemporary art museum.
1: Okay. Gallery.
0: Um Yeah. No, I mean obviously I'm I'm exaggerating, but um
1: I mean everyone likes different things, don't they? I I, I would happily sit and watch a like a football match, like ten football matches in a row, um, and other people would just say that's a load of shit. But sometimes you're looking at a picture, and I've, I've, you know, I've been to the Tate Museum in London, and I'm just looking at it, thinking, "What the fuck is that?" Um, and so I've got a poem for you. This is the shortest poem, apparently. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, it just says Fleas Adam Haddam." Okay,
0: <laughs> sorry, is this one from Chile? Uh,
1: no, I don't. This was just, I just put in poetry into Google just to get an oh, example Pelkington. of. Uh, yeah. And you just kind of think, what is that? So fleas, in case you don't know what they are, it's just a disgusting kind of insect, that like dirty that you find on like dogs and stuff like that. Fleas, Adam, had them. Um And you kind of think, OK, great. That's brilliant. Thanks a lot. But not that I'm saying anything because I'm sure Gabriela Mistral and Pablo, Pablo Nerode, that guy, I'm sure theirs were brilliant. But just I'm not such a fan. In general, um, but Chileans love their ice cream as well. Okay, was was that something you noticed in Chile?
0: Oh yeah, actually, I, I remember one uh, episode where I I rang my mum saying I can't even order an ice cream here. <laughs> I was very upset because I I was told that the Chileans in Santiago can kind of speak English, so I was. I was fooled. I was pulled there under false pretenses. Obviously, I was wanting to learn the language, but I was starting Mm. at a a pretty basic level and I got there and I was I was really struggling uh, with my attempt of ordering this ice cream. And they were explaining something very, very quickly in Chilean slang that I needed to get a ticket to then queue up and then wait for somebody to to pay the person and not even order the ice cream and then once i've paid i wait in another queue it was very confusing for somebody who's not (laughs) cultured as me of course despite the galleries uh but yeah so i guess maybe they do like ice cream but they definitely like hot dogs more right okay what was your experience with hot dogs then they was was it easier to order order a hot dog than it was an ice cream it was, although I still managed to muck things up there because I was ordering um, with a little bit of uh, mayonnaise. I was trying to say because well, they love when, it
1: when, when you're in another country and then you want to be fussy with your food. Hang and, on, like, you don't know the language and say like a little bit of my, or like without onions, like just you're, you're asked. It's a recipe for disaster.
0: I need to show you a picture of the average consumption of mayonnaise on their hot dogs. It's more than the bun. Like it's absolutely oh. dripping in there. Wow. So I tried to say with a little bit of mayonnaise, please. But apparently my pronunciation of mayo was wrong and it sounded more like the slang for urine. So I was saying, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, can I have a little bit of piss on my hot dog for six months? I was trying that for six months right okay wow and no one thought about telling you finally on the sixth
1: month right yeah okay um and i'm not sure for how long you were there but apparently september the 18th is a big day there because it's the day that they celebrate the like liberation from spanish rule okay so like you know a few countries have things like this but the thing i found Strange is it said most people get a full week off work or school to celebrate las fiesta patrias um
0: a week i mean jesus christ did, did you have this yeah that is a long time isn't it uh so i went like december january and then I left, I think, in September to go north. Just missed the. Just I missed think the party. I just missed it, and and people were saying, "Why are you leaving? You know, we've got a week soon, a week <laughs> yeah. to go to Valparaíso. I think it's called. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I missed it. Well, I I just thought, you know,
1: like in in England, we have, for example, Bank Holiday Monday. You know, you have the one day, but a whole week is, um, yeah, is absolutely crazy. Um, but so another few things I have about um, Chile. So th- this might be useful maybe if you're in some kind of pub quiz um, has the highest building in South America, the uh, 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 Grand Torre i'm trying to t- i've heard you say a few things with like a spanish accent so now i'm thinking i'm going to try and say some things that sound more sophisticated as well my sophistication levels in this podcast i think have hit an all-time low about talking about poetry and art so i'm trying to kind of redeem myself now by saying gran torre um <laughs> in santiago uh,
0: s- uh 62 stories high um so did you go there I did. I didn't go up it, but uh, it, I think it's a an office uh, building predominantly. Have and go and have a look around, there's a few offices, <laughs> just see what see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> print print a few things. <laughs> yeah. Good photocopier. Uh, so but there is a there was some like there was a park and a, a nice tennis court near there. So, yeah, I did I did see it quite a lot. And, uh, yeah, it is very tall. It is very tall. I think, mm. I imagine the Shard is taller. Not that it's a competition. but <laughs> <Is that laughs> I'm sure the, the Shard in London, that is, just in case people aren't, aren't familiar
1: with that. But um, my experience with high buildings, I actually worked in a very high building in London. I actually worked on the 42nd floor for quite a long time. And I was fine. But then... A few years ago, I went to New York and I went up the Empire State Building and I don't know why I was just shitting my pants when I was like in the, like the lift going up. I remember like li- like stripping with sweat and uh, and I I was with a friend and he was like, what's the matter? And I was just like, I just want to go. I, I, I want to go home. I thought I was going to cry.
0: I, I don't know what happened to me. It was it I... was a horrible experience. I don't understand how you can bully people with teles- telescopes. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous behavior. The I, I've been in one of those lifts in the Empire State Building and it felt the most secure lift I've ever been in. I mean, it, it was very
1: secure, I must admit. But I think it was connected to because you're going up so fast, you get a bit of pressure in your ears, don't you? And I I don't know what happened. It was it kind of just had like a bit of a panic attack. Okay, this is serious stuff. You shouldn't Whoa. be taking the piss here. Sorry. It was like uh, take it back. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, you should. If if you were telling me this, <laughs> I would I would be ripping you apart. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was a, a, a very embarrassing um, experience. But so yes, yeah, since then, I've stayed away from high buildings
0: because just you know they do their shit. I'll do mine. You've said it. I think. Three times now, so I'm going to ask you about it. Would you say high building or tall building? I think I say tall building.
1: Uh, you know, I, I, I saw this recently in a book and I thought about that. Yeah, I think tall is the correct one. But, you know, as I always say, I've taken the rule book, Charlie. And, um, <laughs> and well, I was supposed to put some mayo on it, but I actually put some piss on it. Okay. <laughs> that's what i've done to the uh, to the rule book as long as it was just uh, a little
0: bit of piss that's good ju-
1: just just a little bit just a little bit so we are going to pick up the rest of that episode in the family area and for people that n- are not in the family just so you know charlie actually mentions at the end of the recording how chile is one of the best countries he has ever visited And he highly recommends it to everyone. Okay, so let's all go to Chile. Okay, I want to go. If anyone wants to pay for me to go, just let me know and I will be there in a flash. One also thing that doesn't make sense. One also. Um, but that's kind of what I wanted to say. One thing I wanted to talk about is what we spoke about at the end tall building, high building. People do make mistakes even when it is your own language. I'm sure you do it in your language, but sometimes you just don't know. And it's because you are often just saying something and you change your mind like I did then when I said one also thing. That doesn't make any sense. And in the family episode, Charlie and I are discuss this and really talk about some of the mistakes that us English people make. But anyway, on to the R&R vocab. I mentioned that I have been overlooked for the godfather role. So when you are overlooked. It's when people don't consider you, let's say, and choose someone else. Charlie also used a lovely term when he said he likes to make an evening out of it when he records a podcast. So to make it an event, let's say. He also mentioned that he let it slip, the fact that he um, lived in Chile. When you let something slip, it's when you often tell a secret when you shouldn't. Obviously, he was using it in a kind of jokingly way. Um, I told him and everyone to take it up with the website if the information is not correct. So to take it up with them, to talk to them. We also had the term Jack the Lad when we spoke about Danny Dyer. If you are Jack the Lad, it's like a real... I'm a boy. I love football. I love drinking, which kind of maybe sounds a bit like me, but I don't consider myself a Jack the lad. It's not necessarily a good thing, although if someone else was looking at me, maybe that's what they would me because of my low culture in life but anyway we also had the term it's still a thing when we were talking about page three of the sun it's still a thing it still exists and I also said I can't believe that in this day and age that exists a lovely term quite easy to understand and Charlie said let's write in so when you write in you send a message to complain usually to a big company, newspaper, something like that. We also said, let's make a stand. Let's protest. And my opinion on poetry, Charlie said it was a bold opinion. So if something is bold, it's a strong opinion, which admittedly it is. But like I said, I know poetry is good and art is good. I just don't understand it. So for me, in not very eloquent words, It's a load of shit. Just like football is probably a load of shit for people that do like poetry and art. We all like different things, that's why the world is a wonderful place. Charlie also said he was pulled to Chile under false pretenses because he had been told people speak English, he would be okay. So, something that is not true. And he also used a lovely term when he said, Obviously, I was wanting to learn the language. Now, Want, obviously, is a state verb, normally not used in that ing form. But notice how sometimes in colloquial English we actually do. And he said, I managed to muck things up there. So when you muck things up, you mess things up. And we also spoke about being a fussy eater when you want just a bit of mayo. When you are fussy, you say, hmm, this no, hmm, no thanks, not this, stop being fussy and I said it's a recipe for disaster. Easy term to understand but a lovely term to remember. So remember all of the R R vocab is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 260. Also remember to buy the R family ebook. Like I said, it's bloody brilliant and you will be helping lots of families. So please do it. I will speak to you all again very soon but in the meantime Just keep on rocking, baby.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.